Today on Truths That Transform. We join together to share the grief and mourn the loss experienced by more than 5,000 families who have had one that perhaps they loved more than life itself ripped from their bosom and their grasp. I think there is legitimate concern about what happened in prior elections and the 2020 election, but I think the 2020 election is unique. It's a unicorn. It was held in the middle of a pandemic. Welcome to Truths to Transform, a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries, where we are standing for truth and defending your freedom. This week marks the 21st anniversary of the 9-11 attacks on America. In the immediate aftermath of those attacks, the nation experienced a sense of national unity that was unique. Unfortunately, however, this clash with evil and the clarity that came from it only focused Americans for a short time. In 2022, we live in a divided nation where those who seek power will often cut corners to get there and will take away your freedom when they do. On this program, we will draw an urgent spiritual lesson from 9-11 and we will discover how the ongoing battle is being won against the culture of death. And with a crucial national election coming up in November, we begin today with a preview of our new documentary special, Free and Fair, Restoring Election Integrity. Secure elections are foundational for a self-governing people. But as you're about to see, that security has been threatened in America. And there are those who have taken advantage of recent crises to try to gain the upper hand. Our own David Wright has more. The 2020 election was fraught with problems, with many questioning the integrity of the vote in certain places. Part of what made the election so different was the COVID pandemic. I think there is legitimate concern about what happened in prior elections and the 2020 election, but I think the 2020 election is unique. It's a unicorn. It was held in the middle of a pandemic. Because the left always cares supremely about power, uh, to use a famous line from a famous leftist, they never let a crisis go to waste. Obviously, COVID is a crisis, but the question is, how can we use that to affect election policy? Because elections are still the way people gain power. The COVID pandemic gave uh, a lot of left-wing groups a perfect excuse to say, well, we have to change everything for this election in 2020. We have to throw out all the old rules. We have to have new rules that were not passed by the legislature, which is the normal accepted procedure. They were promulgated by emergency orders from governors or even just health bureaucrats who weren't elected by anyone. In 2020, mail-in ballots were widespread across the nation, with the main goal being to make voting safe for everyone. However, these new election rules opened the door to potential fraud. In the 2020 election, there were all these changes made in election rules, and it was this big push uh, to put in uh, all-mail voting. Now, the excuse they gave was COVID. But keep in mind that um, 
Even when the COVID shutdown was occurring, what were people doing all over the country? Going to their grocery stores, going to pharmacies. Um, there was no valid reason why uh, polling places could not be uh, open. People couldn't vote just using the very same rules, you know, wearing masks, cleaning surfaces, keeping voters six feet apart. The absentee balloting is a control mechanism. And what if you're in the military, you are deployed away from your voting location or you're going to be out of the country or not able to be at your polling location. That is what absentee balloting is about. But these unsolicited mail-in ballots that found their way into the most recent election cycle, that's very disconcerting. And that's the type of things that we don't want to see repeated. Everybody who's honest knows that vote by mail is one of the easiest ways to enable fraudsters. I don't know the extent of fraud in the 2020 election, I don't claim to, but I know that if you massively increase vote by mail, you massively increase the odds of fraud. Along with mail-in ballots, drop boxes were set up in numerous locations to accept filled out ballots. But in the 2020 election, many of these drop boxes were left unattended, unsupervised, without any surveillance. Some of the things that we have seen, these deviations, such as these, uh, these ballot boxes and drop boxes, this is what leads to having nefarious activities. This was something pushed by the, the left, was the idea that we needed drop boxes. Unattended, unsurveilled, unguarded drop boxes for people to put absentee ballots in. The state of Georgia and, and a number of other states also have these kind of remote ballot drop-off uh, boxes. So uh, in the 2020 election, trying to accommodate as many people as possible, given the insanity of COVID, um, a lot of those boxes certainly were susceptible for malfeasance. And so they were, you know, outside of a public building, for instance, uh, a lot of them were not terribly secure. Some of them, uh, some of those boxes uh, literally disappeared the night that early voting ended. The early drop off box would just vanish. Another issue that has caused a lot of concern regarding the integrity of the vote is a tactic known as ballot harvesting. Ballot harvesting is one of the worst innovations in elections. It's when a person can go out and collect absentee ballots or mail-in ballots from other people and then turn them in. Uh, it's illegal in all states to do this for money because it's an obvious way to corrupt the, uh, the integrity of the vote. Ballot harvesting, I have to tell you, without a doubt, it is wrong. It's unconstitutional, and we, that's not what we want to have out there, and that's one of the things we have to clean up, and that's one of the uh, instances or, or uh, nefarious actions that is undermining the confidence that people have in our electoral system. In the Rio Grande Valley of South Texas, some campaign workers were even being paid to harvest votes. They have people called politiqueros in uh, South Texas, in the Rio Grande Valley, uh, who have been convicted of ballot harvesting this way, intimidating people. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's election fraud. That's vote fraud. Um, they call, some places they call them ballot caros, and they, they go from house to house, and they get ballots out of mailboxes and then fill them out, turn them in. Uh, they, they find lists of people who have died in the area, and they know they're still on the voter registration list. And when you have a system that mails out ballots to everybody on the voter registration list, that leaves room for vote fraudsters to go harvest the ballots, fill them out any way they want. The 2020 election shed light on many of these terrible election rules, leading to some states making changes. The Wisconsin Supreme Court on July 8th issued a 
huge decision of favoring election integrity, and that was that Wisconsin law prohibits the use of unmanned absentee ballot drop boxes and prohibits someone delivering someone else's absentee ballot to a clerk. State after state after state, laws have been passed to improve election integrity, including banning private money uh, from election administration, you know, keeping the billionaires out of the counting room. That's really important. So we need to keep voting for election integrity supporters. And there's a lot of momentum on the ground. We've been speaking across uh, multiple states, the swing states, uh, particularly uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. And people are coming out because they know if we don't have fair and equal elections, it's over. Well, the good news is, since 2020, there's been a lot more awareness of what happened and the potential problems that indiscriminate mail-in voting can have. And a lot of states have reformed their, their laws, Arizona, Texas, Georgia, other places. And also there's been more interest in early voting. Early voting has advantages over mail-in voting. It responds to the public desire for more convenience and more flexibility in voting. But it means that you cast your ballot at a government office, let's say two up to two weeks before an election, and you do it in the presence of government officials so that minimizes the chance of corruption. Election integrity is foundational to our democracy. There's a lot of trust required to run this country, and the trust is established by the people having fair and equal elections and their representatives then making the laws. The two objectives of any election have to be, one, you have a fair and honest election, but two, the public has to be confident that the outcome was, in fact, fair and honest, and that the person who actually got the majority of votes is, is, is declared the winner. That's important because um, voting is fundamental to maintaining our democratic republic. Uh, and if people don't have confidence in the outcome of an election, they're not going to go vote. People need to know that their vote counts. That's why election integrity is so important. But they, they, they can't wait for the perfect election. They have to go out and vote. Uh, their vote could be one of the determinants about whether a conservative uh, takes office or a, a liberal takes office. America needs truth, and right now, D. James Kennedy Ministries is seeking 100 people to become new faith partners with a monthly gift of $35 or more. Your regular monthly gift proclaims God's Word and defends freedom in this critical hour for America. Automatic giving is fast, easy, and saves you time and money. Plus, it cuts processing costs, which means more of your gift goes straight to ministry. When you become a faith partner by committing to a monthly gift of $35 or more, we will thank you by sending you Molly Hemingway's blockbuster book, Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections. Be one of the 100 faith partners to proclaim Christ and defend freedom. Join today. Efforts to undermine election integrity are an attack on our republic, that's why it is so important for every single one of us to do all we can to restore election integrity. And in a few minutes, we'll tell you how you can see the full version of this new documentary, Free and Fair, Restoring Election Integrity. We are blessed to live in a nation founded upon Christian principles, which has led to more freedom for more people than anywhere in history. But on September 11, 2001, America was attacked by those who hate freedom 
and worship death. Shocking moments like that remind us that our time here is temporary and that we never know what a day may hold. Just days after the attacks, this is part of the message Dr. D. James Kennedy shared with the Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church and with the world. And it's still the most important thing you can hear today. When we gathered together here last Lord's Day, none of us could have had the faintest inkling of the catastrophic events that would transpire before we gathered here again. Indeed, how true the scripture is when it reminds us that we know not what a day may bring forth. And today, we, as millions of others across the nation, in spite of our difference as Americans all, we join together to share the grief and mourn the loss. And as we have seen played and replayed over and over again, the images of those jets slicing like a knife through sticks of butter, those great towers, our hearts, as with all of the others, have cried out, O oh Lord, let it not be. O oh God, let it not be. But we are reminded of what the scripture says. Paul says in Thessalonians, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as to travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. My friends, we know not what a day may bring forth. We, none of us, knew what would happen last Tuesday, and you don't know and I don't know what will happen tomorrow. And thus the Bible says, prepare to meet your God. Are you prepared to meet God? When I was just 24 years of age as a young man, frivolous, as unfortunately many are, not giving a thought to God or to Christ, and yet supposing myself to be a Christian. When my alarm clock radio came on, it was the then famous Presbyterian preacher from Philadelphia, Dr. Donald Gray Barnhouse, a great scholar and a powerful preacher. And the first words that I heard when my alarm clock radio went on were these, young man, that'll wake you up in a hurry. I didn't know what had happened. I thought somebody was in my room. Young man, if you were to die tonight and stand before Almighty God and he were to say to you, what right do you have to enter into my heaven? What would you say? This is what I said. I said, because I've tried to live a good life, I've Try to follow the Ten Commandments, live by the golden rule, do the best I could. It turns out he wasn't talking to me, but he was narrating a discussion he had had with an Air Force pilot. And he said on the radio, seemingly to me, what he said to the pilot, and he said to him, Lieutenant, if you had had the audacity to say such a thing as that 
to the all-holy God that knows your every thought and deed, he would have instantly plunged you into the lake of fire. He had my attention. <clears throat> and I listened while he explained the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. And I learned for the first time in my life the most amazing thing I have ever before or since learned. In all of the study since that long ago day, I have never learned anything as important as this. A very simple statement, only three words long. I hope you'll carve it in the walls of your mind. Heaven is free. Heaven is free. The Bible puts it this way. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The gift of God, Dorian Theu, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. It's free. It's free to us, but it was paid for at infinite cost by Jesus Christ upon the cross. He paid for it with his own life, his own blood shed for us upon that tree. And he offers it freely to us. Ah, dear friends, we need to be ready. Prepare to meet your God. We know not what a day will bring forth. Ah, dear friend, and the wonder of knowing the love of Jesus Christ. It's something that dispels all hatred and fills our hearts with a glorious love that is poured out from him. The wonderful assurance of knowing that regardless of what tragedy may befall us, that we will be with him forever. That is the most important lesson that I believe that we can derive from this great disaster which has met our nation. Hi, I'm Jennifer Kennedy Cassidy. As you just saw, there was nothing more important to my dad than making sure people understood the love and salvation that God offers to them in Jesus Christ. And the freedom to preach that message was something America's settlers sought when they came here and that our founding documents enshrined. It is essential to continue protecting that freedom so that the gospel can be shared freely. Anything that undermines our constitutional framework threatens that freedom, including compromised elections. The 2020 election raised serious questions about the security of our electoral system. And those questions had been raised by both sides of the political aisle in the lead up to 2020. We've published an important new book we want to share with you called Crooked, 
what really happened in the 2020 election and how to stop the fraud by journalist Robert Knight. This explosive book uncovers bombshell information about vote fraud in the 2020 election, and it presents disturbing details about the danger posed by big tech, the war on voter ID, the danger of ballot harvesting, and much more. It also shows you there are signs of hope and what you and I can do to help secure our elections. We'll send you this new book, Crooked, What Really Happened in the 2020 Election and How to Stop the Fraud, as our thanks for your generous donation to help this ministry continue to stand for truth and defend your freedom. When you stand together with us, you make a difference, helping us to broadcast the truth of the gospel and the blessings of God's commands. And if you're able to give a generous gift of $60 or more, we'll send you the book plus our newly produced documentary, Free and Fair, Restoring Election Integrity on DVD. With a national election just around the corner, it is vitally important that you see this documentary and share it with your friends. You saw a portion of it earlier in this program, which showed how the COVID crisis was used to alter election laws and make the vote less secure. In this special DVD, you'll discover how the left has been working to undermine election security, manipulate information that could affect how people vote, and put elections in the hands of a few federal bureaucrats, giving them the reins of control. Election security should be a bipartisan issue. All Americans benefit from fair and free elections. Discover what needs to be done to protect the vote for your children and your grandchildren in our new documentary program, Free and Fair, Restoring Election Integrity. That's the new book from Robert Knight, Crooked, What Really Happened in the 2020 Election and How to Stop the Fraud, as our thanks for your generous donation. And the book, plus the new DVD documentary, Free and Fair, Restoring Election Integrity, as our thanks for your gift of $60 or more. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339. Or call toll-free 877-962-7677. Or go online to djkm.org. At the heart of the American idea is the freedom of speech and the freedom of religion. As we mark this 9-11 anniversary, it's notable to remember that America was attacked by those who rejected both. Yet now in America, the cultural left also opposes free speech and religious liberty. And any assault on the foundations of our nation is a danger to all of us. Recently, I had a chance to sit down and talk about some of this with Aaron Hawley, who is an attorney for the Alliance Defending Freedom and who is married to Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri. Aaron, the, the, we're seeing a, this growing trend of uh, conservative beliefs uh, being deemed as uh, hate speech, mm-hmm. uh, the criminalization of uh, free speech in America. Uh, what effect does this have, especially for people of faith, when we think about parental rights, free mm-hmm. speech, religious rights? 
Absolutely, and ADF represents uh, all sorts of clients from all walks of life uh, who are encountering this in their workplaces, uh, in universities, uh, in schools, in their businesses. And indeed, initially, um, or, or recently, as I should say, uh, ADF has started a, a viewpoint uh, sort of survey of companies. Um, and you would be surprised at how little free speech is valued, and indeed it's even squelched in some of these major companies we hear about. And this is a real problem. It goes much deeper than even the legal issues and the cases that ADF represents. Um, it's a cultural issue, um, and it really uh, needs to be addressed. In a recent article, uh, you mentioned that the U.S. is one of six countries in the entire mm -hmm. world yeah. uh, that allows abortion. Uh, thinking about the founding of America, thinking about the freedoms that are mm -hmm. supposedly granted, mm -hmm. uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness mm -hmm. to all people, yeah. why is this significant? So absolutely. So it's an astounding fact. Um, the, as Chief Justice Roberts pointed out at oral argument, there are only six countries that allow abortion for any reason up until the moment before birth. And that puts us in the company of China and North Korea. And that's really just not the sort of human rights company uh, that we want to be keeping, especially when, when you look at that history from our founding, when you look at the history uh, preceding and postdating the 14th Amendment, there is no right to an abortion um, in our country's history, uh, nor in our Constitution. Alliance of Defending Freedom was involved in a, an important case regarding compelled speech in crisis pregnancy centers in mm -hmm. California. And Absolutely reached all the way to the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about that case. Sure, absolutely. So the case name is Nifla versus Becerra, and I would recommend it uh, to all of your viewers. It's a, it's a fantastic read and really illustrates just the um, importance of these free speech issues. The government in that case had required pro-life pregnancy care centers to tell their patients about abortions and in fact to refer them to abortion providers, uh, something that their deeply held beliefs uh, prohibited. Um, so they challenged this all the way uh, to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court said no. Uh, free speech protects uh, pro-life pregnancy care centers just as it does everyone else and the government cannot force them uh, to speak about or to refer clients uh, for abortion procedures. For uh young people uh, maybe watching the show and listening to you and your story. Uh, they believe in Jesus, uh, but they've been told, uh, whether it's from an educator or from the media, that they are uh, to keep their faith to themselves. Uh, what encouragement, as they're uh, maybe moving into college or they're moving into their career, um, what would your advice and your encouragement be to them? Well, I think just to, to share, to be the salt and light. Um, and I think one thing that you see with the recent uh, protest following the leaked opinion in Dobbs is a real difference um, in demeanor. Uh, and you see pro-life individuals, if you look at the March for Life, you see them being salt and light. Uh, they are changing the conversation because they are caring about women and children. And that's just a difference uh, that the world can see and recognize. So I would actually encourage the very opposite. I, I think you're called uh, to, to, the Great Commission calls us to make disciples of all the nations, and that includes our workplaces. Um, so, so that's something, our workplaces, our colleges, our places where Jesus has called uh, each of uh, the listeners, um, and I encourage them to be bold in that call. Yeah. Wow, an attorney that understands the Great Commission and is serving here in Washington, D.C. Aaron, thank you so much. And uh, we are grateful for you, uh, grateful for Alliance for Defending Freedom and how you are standing in the gap for uh, so many Americans who love this nation and love the liberty and uh, the, the freedoms that our founders ensured for all of us. So thank you. Thank you. 
We certainly live in trying and divided times, but the gospel of Jesus Christ expressed through his church is the hope of our world, and the freedom to share that is worth defending. D. James Kennedy Ministries is standing for truth and defending your freedom. I'm Pastor Rob Pacienza. Thank you for being with us, and here's a look at the next Truths That Transform. Our elections are run by our states and by our local governments, and that's a good thing. There can be no doubt that the left is looking at nationalizing elections. Our government is absolutely set up so that each state can represent itself in the way that it best, you know, best can for its citizens. That's next week. This has been a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries.